Will you turn your Bibles with me to the book of Genesis, chapter number 22? Genesis chapter number 22. I want to attempt to bring a subject again. It's there. It's there. This subject here talks about Abraham. Abraham, of course, is the main of God. Abraham has been called by God to offer his son as a sacrifice. One of the things I had noticed here in this text was that he has split wood for the burnt offering. I equate splitting wood for the burnt offering to getting up early and praying. I wonder how many of y'all split wood this morning. <laughs> you got to split wood. If you are expecting to give God a sacrifice, you got to split wood. Amen. Split wood at the altar. Anybody in here split some wood this morning, got up early enough? Because you was ready to give God a sacrifice, but you can't sacrifice without splitting wood. Amen. Uh, Y'all will catch it after a while. Oh, God, I thank you. So we find out here, and, and I want to say that it's there. Will you turn with me to the book of Ephesians chapter 1, noting verse 17 and 19. The Apostle Paul says in this particular scripture, reading from King James text, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Verse 18, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, Lord, who believe according to the working of his mighty power. May I say here that what God demands, he has already provided. Will you lean over and tell your neighbor that, please? Say, what God's a man. Amen. Will you do it one more time? And say this with me. What he demand. You got it. Amen. Amen. If I don't preach no more, that's a sermon by itself. You got it. It's there. You got it. It might not be visible. It might not even be what you want to give, but it's not yours to begin with. It was God to start with, and it's there. Note what the Apostle Paul said in this text in the book of Ephesians. He says, the eyes of your understanding might be enlightened. The eyes of your understanding might be enlightened understanding or may I put it this way standing under standing under will y'all say that with me standing under say it one more time standing under most of the time we don't like to stand under but in order for you to understand you have to stand under the revealed will of God until you position yourself to stay under, 
you'll never understand. If you go to him staunched in your own mind with what you want and not him, you'll never understand. If you never understand, your eyes will never come open. And if the eyes will never come open, you'll never see what's there. Say with me, it's there. Mm, God, I thank you. Staying under. To stand under is a choice. It is the humbling of one's will that says, not as I will, thy will be done. Anybody have had some years of praying and finally you came right back down to those words, not my will, your will be done. Anybody, anybody been doing a whole lot of stabbing in the dark and the only thing you stabbed was dark. Never got anything out of it. But God bring you to that place where you're willing to stand under his will. And then when you say, not my will, thy will be done. All of a sudden, the revealed things of God that was there all the time start revealing itself to you. It was there all the time. But you could not see it. Until you got to the place you was willing to stand under. It says you have the answer. I don't. Everything that we need is there. But it is hidden under a cover called invisibility. Mm. It's there. I mean, it's there. You're not that far away from it. You just don't understand it. But it's there. So we spend the time begging and pleading and trying to twist God's arm. And God is such a patient God. He'll say, well, go ahead on, do your fasting. Go ahead on, do your praying. But when you're ready to see I will pull the cover off and I will reveal to you what my will have been all the time. How many times do we spend years, years crying out to God? Read the word, but still praying contrary to the word for God to give you something that's not even in his word. Until we come to that place that the heart become broken and then we start saying, not my will, thy will be done. Go with me, if you will, to Psalms 139. You know what I believe? I believe that before you were born, God literally laid a path out for your life. Before you ever came into the world, before you became the gleam in your father's eye or the seed in your mother's womb, God has already laid your life out for you. Anybody in here believe that? Or do you think that you're just taking a chance on stuff? Anybody believe that God has already laid your life out for you? Give God a hand praise for laying your life out for you. This is what the, the patriarch says. 
if I flew on morning's wings to the, I'm reading from the message translation, if I flew on morning's wing to the far western horizon, you would find me in a minute. You're already waiting. <laughs> Isn't that something? If I said to myself, oh, let every see, oh, he ever sees me in the dark. At night, I'm emerged in light. It's a fact. Darkness isn't dark to you. Night and day, darkness and light, they are all the same to you. Oh, yes. You shaped me first inside, then out. You formed me in my mother's womb. I thank you, high God. You're breathtaking, body and soul. I am marvelously made. I worship in adoration. What a creation. You know me inside and out. You know every bone in my body. You know exactly how I was made bit by bit. How I was sculptured from nothing into something. Like an open book, you watch me grow from conception to birth. Now look at this. All the stages of my life were spread out before you. The days of my life all prepared before ever I lived one day. Your thoughts, how rare, how beautiful, God, I'll never comprehend them. So you see, in the book of Genesis, when God said, when he makes it, and the Bible says, in the, uh, in the sixth day, God created man, and the seventh day, God rested. We don't realize this, but not only did God make the heavens and the earth, he is such a great God that each one of us in this building he already had prepared and laid out our lives for us. Even though it was 6,000 years ago, your life was laid out for you. And everything that was to be done was done in Genesis. So the only thing that is happening now is the unveiling or the unfolding of what God did back in Genesis. Oh, God help me. It's there. So when God come and ask you and me for something, he's not asking you for something that you can't give. It's already there. But until the body of Christ come in line with the thoughts of God, we think God is asking more of us than we are already able to give. I submit to you, brothers and sisters, that in the mind of God, that lamb that was on that certain mountain that Abraham was to go to had been placed there from the foundation of the world and only became manifested as Abraham became obedient. 
I want to say to you, brothers and sisters that want a blessing from the Lord, God is going to open your eyes to some stuff that is already there once you make up in your mind that God, I'm going to do your will. There must come that resolve within yourself. We don't pray to change God's mind. No, 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 no. No, we, we, we pray that we can get in time with God. Have you ever showed up a day late in a dollar shot? Do me a favor, Lena, and tell somebody, I'm tired of showing up a day late in a dollar shot. I want to show up on time. Amen. I want to show up in the blessings of the Lord. And so God tell Abraham, say, Abraham, take your son and go on up to the mountain. Abraham purpose in his heart. You see, that's what it is. You got that purpose in your heart. God, I'm going to do your will. I'm going to do your will. You got to look around yourself and say, if I don't do his will, I don't have nothing else anyhow. I purpose to do the will of God. And so Abraham purpose in his heart. I'm going to do the will of God. And so his son comes and God said, I want you to offer me a, a, a sacrifice on the mountain. He tells Abraham to take your son, your own son. And I want you to know, brothers and sisters, this thing of yielding your will to God, God's going to, amen, play on the thing that's close to you, the dearest and nearest thing to you. But he has already prepared a sacrifice. He don't give you something just to snatch it away from you. But he got to know that you're willing to give it up to God and when you get to the place that you're willing to give it up to God then God will say that's alright I am a man Jehovah Jireh I have already prepared myself this but I wanted to know if you would be willing to give me what you want. I want you to know, amen, that God is concerned about you. He counted the hairs of your head before they grew out of your scalp. He already knew about you. He numbered your days before, amen, you came into the delivery room. He is concerned about you. He formed you inside and out before you ever, before your mom and dad ever gave you a name. He is concerned about you. He knew all the pitfalls and stops that was in your life and he made a way around every hole in your life. He is concerned about you. Yes, he is. He made a provision for you to walk in wealth. Amen. Before you got your first job, he's already provided for you. When he said you're the head and not the tail, he has already made provision for you to be a head and not a tail. He didn't wait until time and chance, but before it came into existence, he had already prepared it. Can I get somebody just to jump to your feet and say, it's there. Yeah. It's there. You don't have to worry about getting prayers answered. Prayers already answered. But what we got to do is pray. Some of us, what we got to do is say, God, reset my clock. And the reason why I'm praying, the reason why I get up in the morning and pray is to reset my clock. Because you let me tell you, this thing is so precise that if you show up a minute early or a minute late, you're going to miss it. Look how many scriptures in the Bible refer to time. The Bible says in the fullness of time. When? In the fullness 
of time. The answer to prayer is in time. And we got to be in the right place at the right time to get the answer to the prayer that we want from God. Look at Pentecost. When did the power of the Holy Ghost come? When the day of what? Was what? When time arrived. I wonder how many blessings have we missed just by not being in time with God. How many choices have we made that went against us simply because we didn't get up early in the morning and cut some wood to get ready for the sacrifice. I wonder how poor we are because we did not listen to the will and the purpose of God. It's there, brothers. It's there, sisters. What you need from God is already there. Look at the book of Romans, chapter 4, verse 17. Somebody get that scripture. Will you please read it for me? Romans 4, 17. As it is written. How many of y'all know God has already made me something? Oh, sometimes we are spending a lot of time trying to make ourselves something. Will you do me a favor? Lean over and tell somebody, God has already made me something. So I might not fully know what it is. I'm trying to find it out. Y'all understand? That, that, that's the reason why, Tanya, we make it mess. Because we haven't discovered what God has made us. Uh, we, we see all this stuff around us and we're trying to become everything that's around us. But if you notice about Jesus, one thing that was certain about Jesus, he knew he, who he was from conception. When they were talking about him, he said, it is written of me, where? In the volume, where? 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 Do y'all know it is written of you also in the volume of the book? Do you not realize that God uh, called you, Denise, before your mama called you? He called you. He called you. And predestine you. And what happened is when we keep missing God, we become confused in our mind. And when we see other people around ourselves making a mess of themselves, but it looked like success, we turn around and make a mess of ourselves and call it success. Do me a favor, tell your neighbor a mess is not success. If it does not include God, if it does not include his word, if it does not include the truth, it's something, but it's a mess. And a mess is not, and a mess is not. God told Abraham, said, Abraham, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless you. But this comes after obedience, after surrender. Once he had surrendered, once he had given himself up, 
After that, then God said, I know how fearlessly you feel me, fear me, and I'm going to give you, and I'm going to bless you, and I'm going to make you as a saint of the sea. Why? Because now I know that you're not going to withhold anything from me. I want you to realize now that what we are trying to do in our prayer is God, let me be in time with you. Can y'all say it with me? God, let me be in time with you. Because see, it's not going to change. The only thing that you're going to do is God going to have to reset your clock so that you can show up at the right time. Anybody ever showed up somewhere, didn't know you're going to get so blessed, and got so blessed you didn't know what to do? Am I the only one that happened that? I mean, you got so blessed you couldn't explain it. You said, what in the world? I'll tell you what happened then. See, your clock got set. And you was ready for God at that time. See, God says 6 o'clock and we showing up 5 minutes to 6. Or God says 6 o'clock and we showing up 5 minutes after 6. But if you show up on time, it is already predestined for you because God has already blessed you and it's already there. But what God has to do is pull it out of invisibility into visibility for us to be able to see. Y'all remember some time ago I told you about Haggai. When Haggai had left Abraham, she had put him out really. And she had, uh, and, and so while she was out in the wilderness, she had taken her son. What was that boy's name? What's his name? Ishmael? Had taken Ishmael, put Ishmael up on the tree, and she had gone over here to die. Why? She didn't see no water. But what did God do? God called to her and talked. Hey, Gaia! And hey, God, yes, Lord. So what you doing? He said, well, it's hot out here, Lord. We're ready to die. I done, I done put the little boy over because I didn't want to see him die. And God opened her eyes and she saw water that was already there. You know what? What you need in this room right there is already there but you got to allow the holy spirit to open your eyes to the reality of what god has already planned for you and once you do that you can then rejoice in the god of your salvation because you trust the love of god that he will surely bring this thing to pass can i get somebody to say it's there it's there it's there it's there it's there it's there i said again it's there it's there. Anybody got any doubts about it? Anybody got any doubts about it? It's already there. It's already there. It's, uh, what you need is already there. God has already prepared that thing for you. God has already got that home for you. Amen. Don't take one down the street when God got that one up the street for you. Amen. It's already there. That car, amen. Don't take a oopty when God got a car for you. It's already there. You can't see it. You basing it on your job, but you got to base this thing on faith. Amen. You don't have to go to the salvation. Amen. God 
God got some brand new clothes for you. Amen. Hallelujah. You don't have to take a substitute job and take in three jobs. Amen. God got one job for you that will meet all your need. Amen. Amen. It's already there. You don't have to take, amen, a slickster. God got a husband for you. Amen. It's already prepared. Even before you was born in the world, it was already there. You don't have to take a woman. You got a wife. God got somebody for you. If he demanded, it's already there. But we got to reach back in faith and get a hold of God. And say, God, I know you've already prepared it. Open my eyes to your provision. It's already there. It's already there. Amen. Don't take a long time. Just wait on the Lord. That's why the Bible says, they that wait on God. Waiting involves what? Time. Waiting involves what? Anybody yet waiting on God? Why? It ain't time. But when the time is right, God's going to manifest itself. I wish I had somebody that knew what I was talking about in this place. Amen. We done got all the wrong stuff and all the good stuff is going away from us. When there's some whole lot of good stuff that God got in store for us. I want to say to you, let that mess go and take up the real deal. What God had prepared for you. Amen. When God give it to you, he has no sorrow to it when he blesses you. It's already there. He's already blessed you. Can I get somebody, amen, just to say I'm blessed. Amen. Can I get somebody to say I'm blessed. That's the reason why, you, if you ever noticed Jesus, whenever Jesus wanted something, he knew what it was because he prayed. How about when his taxes was due? You know what he told Peter? said, Peter, go down to the river. Listen now. Peter, fish for nets. But because Jesus knew what the tax money was, he told Peter, go down and cast in a hook. What the difference between a net and a hook? A net meant mean I catch everything and hope what I want is in there. But when I go down there with a hook, I'm coming for one fish and one fish only. I want the one that got the money in the mouth. And because I've been praying, I know exactly what pond of water he's in. I know how far he's away from the bank. I know how big his mouth is. I know what kind of bait he needs. And at the fullness of time, go down and get that fish and pay our taxes. Why was he able to do it? Because he prayed. See what we're trying to do? We're trying to rush it. We're trying to make it hurry up and happen because we are impatient. God, God is not impatient. God is trying to get us to come to the place where we say, yes, Lord, I trust you. I believe you. And once you come to the place, honey, money ain't no problem with God. I want somebody that got some money here jump to you if he said money ain't no problem with God. All right. Only thing is, is getting the time right. You're not wasting time on your knees in prayer. Hallelujah. Tell somebody that. You're not wasting time 
on your knees in prayer. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because you keep on, somebody said, keep on praying. The Lord is nigh. Keep on praying. He'll hear your cry. The Lord is promised and his word is true. Keep on praying. He'll answer you. I cried and I cried. I cried all night long. I cried and I cried until I found the Lord. My soul could not rest content until I found the Lord. Amen. I know that prayer changed things. I know if I wait on God, God's going to make a way out of no way. Hallelujah. Do I have some waiting people? Amen. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy, 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 joy. I need some morning joy, people. Somebody who waited on God all night long and joy came in the morning. Do I have any morning people in this place that been waiting on God? Went to sleep at night time. Everything was all messed up, but somewhere in the morning hour he came back. Nothing changed. Circumstances didn't change, but the only thing that changed I got in God's time. Let me tell you something. It's hard when you're out of God's time, but if you step in God's time, it'll make it easy for you. The tides will carry you along, but you got to get in God's time. God wants to set our clock to be on time for him. The car will come, just get in time. The husband will come, just get in time. Amen. Job said this, it's appointed unto man. I believe it was Paul to say, it's appointed unto man once to die. It's a what? Pointed. It's appointed. It's appointed. And I got to say this, as long as there is a time to die, there is a time to live. Solomon said to everything, to everything, there's a time and a season for every purpose under heaven. God got a time. God got a purpose. But we as a church got to get in line with God. We got to line up with almighty God. God has already worked a miracle. We are coming up just a little too late. But he's already done what he said he's going to die. He's already opened a way for us. But we got to get in time with him. It's there. When you want something shown up, it's in the front of your mind. Huh? Huh? You know, you know how it was when you wanted a car, when you wanted a house? When you wanted a car, you got your vision right. You know what you did? You didn't have the money, but you went down to the car lot and looked at the car so you could get the model and the color but you still ain't got the money. Are y'all understand what I'm saying? Anybody ever didn't? Y'all, y'all don't do no stuff like that, do you? Lady and I used to, before we got home, when we was living on Red Street, we used to go and look at houses. that had no money. But we looked to see what we really wanted. Because see, you got to get a vision of what you want first. If you don't know what you want, you already got it. Now, I want you to tell that person what pops out in your mind as to what you really want. What would it take right now to fulfill your dreams? 
Maybe not all of them, but just tell them one thing that will fill your dream. You see, you can't let your mind go blank because a mind is a terrible thing too. You can't, you, 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 you just, I know you've been beat up by the devil, but you cannot let your mind go blank. you got to keep something in your mind because something in your mind keep you focused. I would have fainted had I not believed to see the goodness of the Lord. When? In the lane of the living. Sometimes the devil will turn around and beat you up so bad, make you think, all I want to do is breathe. No, 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 honey. The dream is, amen. Tell somebody the dream is still there. Hallelujah. Give somebody a high five. Keep the dream alive. You see, you got to have a goal in your mind, and you need to review that goal every day. When you feel good, and when you feel bad, review your goal every day. Because as a man thanketh in his heart, what? Well, y'all already told him. Lean over and tell him what it is that you want. What would give you a perfect day? So your credit is bad. Do that mean you can't have it? So you don't make enough money. Do that mean you can't have it? I got a lot of stuff I couldn't afford. Is there anybody that's in this room got some stuff that you know you couldn't afford? And I don't mean in debt up to here either. I mean you God and gave you some stuff that you know you couldn't afford. If he did it one time, he can do it again. If he did it for me, he can do it for you. How many of y'all ready for God to top your blessing and make it wait till you get there? How many of y'all know got a blessing coming? A man that just can't get away. It's just waiting for me to get there. You see that sheep couldn't get away. Because God tied him up. Good God, I thank you. I don't know how long he was there. But one thing I do know. That when Abraham was ready. The lamb was there. It is is it is now let me tell you what when you really want to walk by faith you got to get a little crazy you got good crazy like Peter going down to a great big ocean casting in a single hook to pull up a special fish Above all things, fish don't eat money. Say it with me. Fish don't eat money. But guess what? He'll bring it to you. He didn't have it in his mouth to eat. He had it in his mouth waiting. Because the hook was going to go in his mouth. Now guess what? Even when the hook went in his mouth, he didn't drop the money. You know, everything got a mystery to it. And I want you to know 
Don't worry about it. If you line up with God, God got a blessing for you. I don't care how many people around you get blessed. Your blessing is still there because it's tied up in the thicket because God got it there for you. It is still there. It is still there. And the thing I like about it, if you move too fast, if you move too fast, this is important. If you move too fast, God can reset your clock. If you have messed up, it's not too late. God can reset your clock. He's a God of mercy. That's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Shout with me one more time. It's there. Shout it real loud. It's there. Amen.